Welcome to the Gale Ventures Podcast, coming to you from the Heinz Institute for Entrepreneurship and Innovation at Iona University. This podcast is for small business owners, innovators, side hustlers, and anyone who's experienced the challenges and rewards of being an entrepreneur. We talk about the good, the bad, mistakes made, and best practices for starting and running a small business. I'm your host, Rob Kistner, and today our guest is Jorge Ventura, who is the Deputy Commissioner of Development for the City of New Rochelle. Jorge is a Dominican architect with a master's degree in urban and regional planning from Virginia Tech as a Fulbright Scholar. His professional experience ranges from architectural projects to urban, regional, and national scale projects, as well as economic development, both in the Dominican Republic and the U.S. After working for two years in the New York City's Department of City Planning as an urban designer and city planner, Jorge moved to New Rochelle, and he is currently Deputy Commissioner of Economic Development at the Department of Development for the city. Jorge, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Rob, thank you for having me. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So for all of you that uh, don't know, New Rochelle is where Iona is located. So Jorge's office is literally down the street from us. And we've had the opportunity to work on some really cool projects together. Uh, New Rochelle is a, a, a very vibrant city for small businesses. So I think first and foremost, Jorge, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about New Rochelle and, and sort of what that means in the small business landscape? Yes, of course. You know, I'll give you a brief uh, of how I see New Rochelle today, you know, and where it's headed. Uh, first of all, New Rochelle is a city. <laughs> I want to state that. Uh, many people think it's a suburban, you know, it's, you know, environment, even though it has its share of that, uh, it is a city. And it's a city in New York State with... Uh, currently around 82,000 residents. So you get a, a sense of magnitude. And, uh, you know, it is considered the fastest growing city in New York State currently. So that's a, that's a big, you know, thing to point out. And with, with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, Rochelle is experiencing the transformation of a generation. Right now, the city's current economic development plan is impacting the entire region. And it's positioning the city as a model for smart transit-oriented development or TOD development, you know, and we're promoting open space, close proximity to New York City. It's basically a 30-minute ride and train, like, from New Rochelle to the center of Manhattan Midtown in Grand Central Terminal. And, you know, we try to provide opportunities for diverse businesses to succeed in the current economic climate. Uh, yeah, you know, it's so interesting about, like, New Rochelle being kind of a transit hub. It's on 95, a major highway on the East Coast. There's access to the Metro North to get to the city. And I didn't even realize it's an Amtrak station as well. And I actually traveled from New Rochelle to DC for a conference from there. So it's really accessible from anywhere. And it's like so easily overlooked as not being such a hub for transportation, but it really is. It's very convenient. It's very convenient. And just an additional uh, piece of information there is that uh, in the next, I'm going to say five years, um, there's also going to be access not only to Grand Central Terminal, but also to Penn Station directly from the New Rochelle train station through the project Penn Access. Amazing. That's That's been a long time coming. So it's glad to see that finally coming to fruition. Um, so speaking of promoting open spaces, um, you know, we originally met through the NRVR project, the New Rochelle VR project, um, which is amazing. So we had... Um, Jorge and his team involved in NRVR come to the Iona campus to show off the technology and how they're using it. So could you just briefly speak about that? Yes, briefly, NRVR is the city's community and stakeholder engagement platform 
or at least the one that we prefer when we have projects of uh, high caliber and high profile uh, that will impact uh, significantly the community. What we're doing is using this platform, which relies on high a combination. You know, it's a hybrid of high tech and low tech, uh, which includes on the high tech side virtual reality and hopefully in the future also augmented reality to a degree. And the low tech portion is more conventional ways of engaging with the community, you know, with panels, stickies, and different ways of capturing information. And the whole purpose of these tool and platform, and the reason why we set it up through uh, funds from a grant from Bloomberg Philanthropies uh, and the 2018 Mayor's Challenge was to really engage deeply with the community. Uh, you know, be out there, be out there in the community and truly meet people where they are and collect feedback in a meaningful way by showing them what the future could look like and making them part of the, you know, pre-development process. So everything that comes out of a project actually reflects the community. Part of what I love so much about NRVR as a teacher, practitioner, and a huge enthusiast of design thinking and human-centered design is this is stakeholder engagement to like the ultimate ultimate extent. Like you're opening your doors to the community to really, one, present to them in a very realistic and analogous way the types of projects that the city is going to be working on and openly accept their input, like the design the park session that I attended. They, there was this whole exhibit with the history of this uh, certain area of New Rochelle, where there's going to be some development projects and developing this big park and uh, the VR headsets and all these other ways of engaging on information about the project. And then you and your team had this massive topographical map of the proposed park and all of these stickers of different types of things park benches and tables and dog parks, whatever the case may be. And basically you open the doors to the community to come in and let them design the park that they want to see. I mean, I can't think of a better design thinking example, human-centered design example is that. And anybody that's, you know, thinking about starting a small business, think about that. Thinking about, think about engaging with your stakeholders in a meaningful way and soliciting their feedback in a very honest and open way. So I really, really like that project. Thanks for sharing that. No, thank you, Rob, for participating. And thank you for always being connected to everything that we're doing here in development. And I just wanted to, to give a shout out to the head of our department, Adam Salgado, which is uh, the mastermind, you know, and the person with the vision, you know, to actually carry all of this through. Uh, he's uh, the commissioner of development sites from deputy city manager and, you know, without his vision and guidance, you know, and none of these projects and these efforts, you know, would actually be possible. So as a city uh, in New York, uh, talk a little bit about what's going on in the small business landscape. What's new, what's important to know about uh, as a small business that's either in New Rochelle or thinking about starting in New Rochelle? Well, right now, uh, there's many small businesses opening up every day all around the city. Uh, specifically, the downtown is getting a lot of interest from existing businesses elsewhere that currently exist in other parts of New Rochelle. They're actually opening up shop in the downtown, um, and uh, they just want a presence in the downtown and be a part of the whole redevelopment process that we're going through. We're um, we're in the process of um, opening up around ten thousand new residential units in the downtown, and when you hear that number. Uh, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of density added to um, a small portion of what the city of New Rochelle is. So, you know, with this come uh, many opportunities, you know, for growth, 
and uh, through different activations throughout the year. So the more people are around, uh, the more interest is around, and the more people you have to make feel that it's an environment that they want to live in. And with that comes opportunities, you know, for small businesses and new new concepts and experiences to open up and take advantage of that. I think that uh, new businesses that open up, either those that exist and want a presence there or new coming from out, outside of town, uh, they, they're they trying to cater to the upcoming and regional demographics. Uh, an example of those is uh, Townhouse. Townhouse on Main Street, it's a restaurant that it's, it's experimenting with different things, but it has a really high-end vibe and uh, it's trying to to cater, you know, to this new ne- demographic, but also to the locals. So with all the development happening and you said 10,000, you know, units going up, you know, when you think about a small business ecosystem, it is an ecosystem, right? You need the consumers, the people that are going to work in local businesses and shop at local business. Having that density is going to attract new local businesses to serve that population because there's a whole new market available. And then as a result of that, with new small businesses opening, there's new opportunities for B2B businesses to come in, whether they're CPAs or attorneys or whatever other kinds of small business support there are. Uh, so you know, I think having all of this development in New Rochelle is just a tremendous opportunity to boost an already thriving small business ecosystem. So it's really exciting for any of the businesses that are already here, and again, anybody that's potentially thinking about opening a business in Westchester, I strongly recommend you consider New Rochelle because we're right on the cusp of a tremendous opportunity for growth. So, you know, one of the ways that we work together is, you know, I teach this design thinking class here at Iona, and we do this amazing project called City Labs, where our students are paired with a local municipality, and we work together on an innovation project. And we've done this in several instances with several different municipalities. But with New Rochelle, which was last semester, uh, we had uh, we were tasked with leveraging uh, the VR technology that you're, the city's already using to try and attract new businesses to downtown New Rochelle, uh, which businesses are already coming to downtown New Rochelle. So that's great. But to see if we could, you know, uh, expand on that. But part of that was uh, my students engaged in some heavy stakeholder engagement with a lot of small businesses in New Rochelle. And some of the questions we asked were, why did you choose New Rochelle as a place to open your business? And so many of them cited that even though New Rochelle is a city, it still has this small town community kind of feel. There's like a great, not only small business community, but you know, you have your regulars, you have the small businesses that know your, you know, your first name as a customer walking in and get your cup of coffee. And I'm just curious, what do you think, what do you think that stems from? And, um, you know, do you think that's going to continue on as the city continues to grow with these um, development projects? Uh, I think that, you know, what you just described is uh, the best of both worlds, right? Like a city vibe with this kind of small town uh, type of feeling, you know, in the community. And I think it, it, it just keeps going. Like I haven't seen that being lost in, as these units come online, uh, you know, 2,000 plus units have come online since, you know, the new zoning and the whole framework for redevelopment uh, was put in place. And some of the businesses that come into town come into uh, into this vibe of creating community, maintaining community and creating things for the community. So it still feels like the, you know, the the, the energy of, of, of this community feeling, it's still there. And it's just like... Uh, I'm going to say it, you know, that the city, we as the city and you as stakeholders at university and other stakeholders like the 
Business Improvement District and the Chamber of Commerce and the different arts organizations and different community leaders really come together and think about how can we make New Rochelle the best it can be. So I think that that continuous collaboration is what uh, what flows to the new things opening up where people wanted to 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 do new and different things, you know, as this redevelopment process happens and Rochelle goes into the future. Having having worked a bit with the Chamber of Commerce, I'm really impressed with how much work they put into building and maintaining community amongst small businesses. So whether you're in New Rochelle or you're in another small city or town or village or whatever, look for your Chamber of Commerce. Um, and if it's not there, then be a part of making it grow because it really makes a huge difference to build that sense of community. Um, and and I, I agree with you. I think, you know, from my experience working with New Rochelle-based businesses, and I've worked with quite a few, they are very much invested in supporting that sense of community where, you know, everyone knows your name kind of thing, right? Um, and I think it will, I think it will continue on as, as the small business ecosystem continues to grow. Um, uh, in your opinion, and what you've experienced being as a part of the city of New Rochelle, what do you think some of the biggest challenges that small businesses face here? There are two main challenges that I can think of, Rob. And uh, one of them, you know, has to do with growing pains, you know, like keeping current. Uh, as the landscape changes, it's always a hassle to adapt, you know, to who you're catering to, what do you need to change, you already have some something established that works for you. But as things uh, you know, progress and change, then you have to adapt. So some of our businesses uh, have this challenge, which many of them are embracing, and we as a city try to support as much as we can. I think that uh, keeping current, you know, and adapting to the shifting landscape and demographics are the two main things that that we're trying to support businesses with, and that we know, uh, you know, are part of the challenges that they're facing in how to from the how to interact with clients you know how to enhance their storefront and even uh having this frictionless transaction you know uh stage of their of, of, of their business it's all of that you know is, is something that that hasn't been necessary before but now with this change in landscape uh i think it, it's becoming more and more relevant and you know that that that's that's a point where where I think uh, there's a challenge. And I don't think that's an issue that's isolated to New Rochelle. I think that's you know a business uh, an issue that many businesses face, regardless where they're located. And I think we saw from the last few years that the the necessities of a, a small business owner have to adapt very quickly to changing situations, sometimes very dramatically changing situations, as we saw with the pandemic. But I think. As part of the value proposition of opening a business in New Rochelle is that the city provides really impressive support to small businesses. I mean, that was one of the things that my students and I were really impressed with as we were working with the stakeholders and learning about the small business ecosystem in New Rochelle is there's a, a small business liaison that a small business can call in if they need anything. And that's that's really unique and really powerful to know that a small business can pick up the phone, call one singular person and express what support they might need and get pointed in the right direction. Um, so that's great. But what other types of resources does the city have in place to support small businesses? Yeah, no, that's right, Rob. Uh, the business liaison and MWB coordinator, which is the, the name of that position, is this single point of contact person. You know, But it's something that we're trying to put in place, and I'm going to start with what we're trying to do a little bit here in connection to that uh, aspect, 
in case things evolve and you know we want to set up things and put things in place like programs like uh, that that people can have support even if this person is not available you know trying to come up with ideas on how we can partner up with organizations and and different uh, you know third parties that can actually uh you know, direct people to the right resources and 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 actually have the answers that they need uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, th th that's one thing that we're thinking about as we know that the role of each person that might come on board, you know, might might change. But yeah, it's something that we have and we're planning on maintaining is the single point of contact. Uh, aside from that, you know, uh, Neurochelle is uh, pretty diverse. So thirty percent of the population of Neurochelle Hispanic. So part of what we try to do is to be able to provide that bilingual support, both English and Spanish at all times, not only with the business liaison and MWE coordinator, but in all resources that we have. We have a, we have a website uh, called Hola NR, which allows you to get connected to the different services that the city has on their main website on a natively translated Spanish you know, to, to Spanish website that, you know, people can get there. This is from residents to businesses, right? Um, and then we also have a how to start a business guide, which helps you navigate the how to start a business in Rochelle from things that you have to do locally to things that you're required by the county, by the state and different things like that. And if you're thinking about something that you can do from home or something that uh, depending on the type of business, it's something you want to open up a brick and mortar, you know, what the different steps are and the, what the different departments roles are. Uh, but also something that we strive to do is to provide opportunity to small businesses through various activations during the year. So we program the year with different things like street fairs and concerts and holiday markets and things like that. And what we do is that we always have this component because all of these events are not just for recreational purposes, right? They're actually a platform for the businesses to grow and to test out different ideas and participate in community, like we always say. So we bring, bring them together. And when we close off a street and we have a concert at Ruby D Park, we close off Lawton. You know, we have vendors there, five, six, seven different vendors, you know, from throughout the community. And we rotate them and give them opportunities. Holiday market this year is going to be bigger than ever uh, in December, uh, you know, uh, November to December. And we're going to have 50 plus small businesses, you know, be a part of the holiday market this year. So that's huge. And we try to focus on MWBEs, local, uh, and, and people that are trying to grow their business. And we have success stories, right? People that have participated and started their business because they found an opportunity in one of these events to sell whatever they're selling, sell their wares or whatever their creations are, have found this as the stepping stone or the platform to actually create a formal business and are currently looking for a brick and mortar. Those are one of the things. Other are programs, entrepreneurship programs. The city pays different organizations for entrepreneurship programs that can help people understand better their business model. You know, how can they understand all the different aspects of their business, you know, from accounting, finance into how to get uh, assistance, uh, for, you know, for microloans and payroll assistance and marketing and how to develop all of that. So they get a full round picture of what will make their business succeed. Hearing all of that as a business advisor brings me a lot of joy because, you know, you're really ticking all of the boxes in terms of holistic support, right? 
One, this guide, the step-by-step guide for how to start a business. So many businesses don't know what questions to ask. They don't know what they don't know. And having this step-by-step guide just makes it so clear and pointing them in the right direction makes it so helpful, number one. Number two, the programming, the street fairs, the holiday market. I mean, we work with a lot of businesses who are in food service, in crafts, handmade goods. And for somebody that's just starting out, they can't afford a brick and mortar. They don't even know really their business operation. So having a platform for them to, at a low cost, get in front of the community, build their brand, sell their goods, practice being a business owner is amazing. And then, you know, the the entrepreneurial support with the education aspect of it is key as well. So for anybody listening that doesn't know about the services available in New Rochelle that's located here, definitely go on the city website and take advantage because there really are quite a few resources and a lot of support systems in place to make sure that you can be as successful as possible. Um, so Jorge, we're getting short on time, but is there anything else that you'd want the listeners to know about? Well, yes. I think that uh, first off, you know, uh, newrochelleny.com is the city's official website. And there you can either search or you can go to the different departments and go to development. And there you can find businesses or business assistance. And it, that's where you're gonna get the contacts and the information that 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 you can get, and, and we're we're super happy. Just call City Hall and just get transferred to the Department of Development, and somebody will get you the information that you need. You know, so that's that's how we try to approach it. And even even coming in person to 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 New Rochelle City Hall, you can come and you can go to the Department of Development, and here there's gonna be somebody that's gonna help you out, and it's gonna either get you in contact or make an appointment with you. To, to, to tackle any, any issues that you might have or give you the guidance that you need. But I think uh, something important that we're trying to do is not only attracting new business, of course, that's, that's great and that's something that we're trying to focus on, but we want to retain businesses that are currently here. Like I think that to your point, Rob, like is this sense of community, is this, all of these, are you trying to maintain? Is it something that you see that, that, that is going to continue, that it's going to remain? Yes, 100%. This is something that we're focusing on in creating an environment that works and an ecosystem that works not only for new businesses, but for, for current businesses and how, how we can all grow together. Something new that we are currently setting up is a platform. It's a platform called Tough Leaf. We're partnering up with them. And what this is going to do is that this is going to centralize business opportunities for small businesses and diverse firms. It's focused on diverse firms. So what this platform does is that it matches a bid or a construction job or, or, or some type of uh, uh, specific scope of work to a business that has a profile on the platform. So what we're trying to do is like first adopt it as a city. We're adopting it in our current uh, procurement processes. So any bid, any work that we're procuring outside of uh, of you know out of out of here the city city hall is going to go to all of these businesses that are going to be part of this platform I and mean, when we launch you know we can of course you know you're going to hear about it and everybody can can be a part of it and then also another opportunity is that we're going to work with developers and contractors that are out there and then we're going to ask them to be a part of the of this platform a part of these efforts so anything any work and any scope of work that they have everybody would know about it through this platform and they would be able to bid on it. But a big portion of it that I think it's, it's what's maybe more relevant to this conversation is that 
businesses that have a profile on this platform, you know, Rochelle local business that have a profile here on this platform, they're going to be able to get free of charge. This platform is free of charge. Uh, they're going to be able to get and be connected to different resources that will allow them to get micro loans and payroll assistance and uh, any type of marketing classes and courses they might need and all type of support that you would need actually to be better and better and better to actually get the bids and the, and the jobs and the work that, that, that you're set up to do and, and also be linked to other uh, small businesses, you know, that, that might be willing to pair up and partner up to do that. That's amazing. Um, you know, I know from personal experience working with MWBEs in the city of Mount Vernon, how challenging it is for minority businesses to get involved in government contracting at federal level, the state level and the local level. So having a platform like this, that makes the process of finding the right RFPs support with the bidding process, I think is really necessary. And, you know, I think a lot of other uh, places can learn something from implementing a system like this because it really is making it an equitable process and evening the playing field for women and minority-owned businesses and government contracting. So that's tremendous. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we'll include um, the Neurochelle website and um, other important contact information in the show notes. So anybody that's interested in getting in touch with the city of Neurochelle for support, or if you have any questions, check the show notes. All the links will be there. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe to stay up to date on new episodes. And if you really like the episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you would share it with a friend or colleague. Thanks for tuning into the Gale Ventures podcast. Keep getting out there and doing the great work. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much. No, thank you, Rob. Thank you.